folks. Welcome into the Crowdasis podcast. I have two screens and I started looking at the wrong one. That did not go well. Welcome into the Crowdasis podcast presented by Trainwreck Sports. Wake here with Jake. A little Wake and Jake crime, a little Wake and Jake action going on right here. Got a great show for you guys. Last time we did this, we had a ton of fun talking about some of the opponents that the Bills have coming up on the 2022-2023 season. We've gone through all the divisional opponents, but now we got the randoms, the extras, the throw-ins. That means it's the defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. We have the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And then, of course, verbal meme, uh, two really strong-looking dragons as those two teams, and a doofy-ass-looking one as the Tennessee Titans. It's going to be a really good show. We, he, Jake and I were talking before this, and we did not do a ton of prep, but we didn't for the last one either, so we're just going to go in and uh, I'm, here's you know, the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm always prepped. It don't matter. I've, I've, oh yeah. I've, I'm just watching. I've I've been keeping up with this for months. We're we're we stay ready here. We stay. Hyped. We do. That's yeah, what no, we do. There is no off season here at the Crowdus's podcast, <laughs> except for when there is. Except we're when we are taking a little bit of an off season, but we're not going to talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> uh, before we get into all this, Outlet Liquor, the official sponsor of the Crowdus's podcast. We got Loganberry seltzers, wine fireball if you're feeling frisky tequila no matter what I'm you not, need but... it is the place to buy a case i so i was at a concert last uh, oh I, th- that let's get fucked up and die shirt i was wearing last show we were on got it at that show i was drinking fireball and i went up to i got it and i got back to my group of friends and i someone asked me what i was drinking and i said rum and coke and they went ew and i was like oh sorry no captain and coke and then they went ew i'm sorry i messed up again fireball and coke and then they asked me if everything was okay at home so uh, fireball it, and coke it, is a danger that's a that's a yeah. dangerous combination fireball and dr pepper though tastes a lot like christmas to me there's something about it it okay. just reminds me of the holidays you know okay it's the cinnamon it's the cinnamon brooms <laughs> the cinnamon i feel yeah. it yeah uh before we get into this though um i do have to talk about one thing in my life going on right now so i just moved into this apartment I am currently undergoing some Wi-Fi issues, so I'm currently on my phone, but that's not the issue here. The issue is my new arch nemesis, which is my downstairs neighbor. Um, She has this dog that just won't shut up. And I thought it was the person upstairs because this dog is apparently like a professional ventriloquist and I I don't know. I had no idea. I thought I was in my closet earlier and it was like seven in the morning and this dog's already barking. And then he has been barking all day. He's still going right now. I don't know if you can hear him, but- I can't, thankfully. Thank I'm, I'm kind of happy the way you're describing you it. I just see the distress in your face right now. He is a small dog. You can tell by the sound because it's high pissed, but then there's like a ow at the end. So I think it's a pug. <laughs> if I'm if I'm, a, if I'm a, a dog caller or a bird, bird caller, I, th- I think it's a pug. A dog um, caller. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that is, I don't, it is just, it has been a struggle. I thought it was the upstairs neighbor, uh, and I have a personal vendetta against her as well, but, um, I just had to, I haven't That's, talked with a lot of people Living in an apartment building, yet. living in an apartment building is just developing vendettas against random Everybody. neighbors for, yeah. for no reasons. Sorry, other neighbors. Uh-huh. Honestly, I'm sure true. there are some fine people on both sides in this building, but like, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot deal with it. I, I it, It's awful. And I, and I, I haven't complained to my girlfriend about it yet. She hasn't moved in yet. She's moving in in August because I know that she's going to be fucking pissed. 
and oh, so lose it. yeah let her, let her experience I, that on her own exactly. exactly yeah i'll be like oh my god no this is the first time i'm hearing this oh my like goodness. what yeah, i'm just what? you get used to it it was it must maybe a day i heard it but mm-hmm. other than that yeah yeah sometimes 1 a.m it, it's it's gonna he's gonna wake her up i can tell but um you know someone who's keeping us up at night are definitely the la rams if we're looking at it from a bill's perspective crazy segue by me that was great. Um, Incredible. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so defending Super Bowl champions, I think it's fitting we start there. Uh, we'll end with the Chiefs so we don't end on a Boom. shitty note, I guess. Right? I don't, I don't know. know. It's like a donut. Just a, a vast void of nothingness in the it's middle. It's chronological there, order, honestly. technically, on the schedule. So that, I that didn't even look at the schedule too. before this show, so that works out. Um, so, so the Rams. Um, biggest departure for them, obviously, was an addition for the Bills in Von Miller. Um, now Aaron Donald, there was talks of him possibly retiring over the off season. I didn't, did you ever believe that? Um, I, I thought I didn't believe that the Rams weren't going to pay him enough money to stay. That's, that's where I'll say, I think he would have, if they were like not going to, but come on, like you kind of have to, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so no leverage plays. Love it. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I mean, like I didn't, I I thought that he was going to stay like, why the hell would he, he's not even old. Like, what is he? He's like 29. 20, okay, he's I think he's just, so, he's, uh, yeah, just over 30. Yeah, yeah 31. So, and, and but for a defensive player, like, especially a defensive tackle, like, you see guys like Michael Brockers and yeah, Von true. Miller, of course, like, on the defensive line, too. Like, that's a position where you can, like, stay active well and, and, and still be productive through the late stages of your career. I didn't fucking Very believe true. it for a second that he was going to retire off of a Super Bowl. Like, sure, go out, go out on a, on a high note, but like, they're entering a dynasty type of era for the LA Rams. Why would it, it you could leave? be? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, we'll talk defense a little bit because obviously I said they lost Von Miller, Aaron Donald stuck around, Jalen Ramsey stuck around, but there's not a ton else back there. I mean, like we say that as Bills fans who the, the, we actually kind of have similar defenses and that we have a few like really like blue chip kind of players and then everyone else are sort of these well actually no our defense is way better um but in terms of like the Taron Johnsons um you know uh that's actually really the only one just a these, fun like, argument a fun argument if people gave Tredavious White as much respect as they should would be Jalen Ramsey Tredavious White like kind of pencils in Jalen Ramsey in that yeah. number one slot right now but they're probably I'd still probably give the nod to Jalen Ramsey, but I think it's closer than uh, the general mm-hmm. consensus gives it to. I think Trey White holds his own against the best receivers just a little bit better. Um, maybe a little, he can give up some plays to some of the lesser guys from time to time. Um, but Jalen Ramsey, like he lets the guys like Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, like the, the good receivers, he lets them get in his head. And when the Bills have two guys like Stefan Diggs and Gabriel Davis I don't know you don't tell Ramsey to shadow either of them they're gonna end up having to play sides I'm guessing yeah, right probably mm-hmm. something like that yeah and then like behind Jalen Ramsey like credit to what the coaching staff has done over there but it's a bunch of late round draft picks a bunch of young guys who have just kind of played well in the system played well under the coaching staff um I don't see it as a impossibility that that defense takes a bit of a step back especially with von miller leaving because if you you can definitely say without him they don't win that super bowl oh for sure he was he was vital to that 
Um, I'm more interested, though. I mean, the defense, it's I, Bobby Wagner is a guy we didn't mention, and I'm wondering what he still has left in the tank. Sure, yeah. Added to that defensive side. But really, what can Matt Stafford do in year two with yeah. Sean McVay? And a, honestly, a lesser receiving core in my mind than they had going into last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cooper Cup there still, obviously. But Allen Robinson, I love Allen Robinson, but when is the last time love we've him. seen him actually, you know, actually produce at a, at the level of the all pro level that he did early on in his career. Now, obviously situation yeah. much worse, much, much worse that he's had in Chicago for the last couple of years, but he's also he's been hurt. Also he's not by hurt much though too. And he has been hurt a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. He's been hurt a bunch. So it just seems like a drop off to me. And that's a big, I'm a big Robert Woods fan as well. And I'll talk about that when oh we get God. into the Titans. It I mean, who doesn't, me love, that Bobby? He's on the who doesn't love Bobby? It really does. Bobby trees. Um, yeah. And the running back position just doesn't feel settled for me either. Like Daryl Henderson has had a million chances at this job. I've had him on many of fantasy teams and he's never taken it by the reins. Mm -hmm. Cam Akers came back and maybe we need to give him the full, like the full summer of recovery because he came back from his injury in such a freak amount of time. And he wasn't wasn't effective. That's the thing is he wasn't good, but is it because he was coming back too soon? So kind of want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but also I'm a little nervous about what we saw, especially in the big games there. And then they draft, you know, in the fifth round remains mm-hmm. to be seen. I, he, he was a pretty solid player at Notre Dame, but they can, they yeah. can get decent production from these guys. But we know McVay's been looking for that bell cow back in, in yeah. lieu of Todd Gurley since Gurley's injury issue started. And they've never really been able to hit it there. And Stafford, as great as Cup is, it feels like, having Robinson there in that spot is, is a little bit of a step down just because he's an older receiver and they, there's really no other choice. Like he was going, he basically decided I'm going yeah. to LA. There was no other, there wasn't a big wide receiver carousel. All the trades kind of got hashed out before Allen Robinson could get out there. So I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested to see what Stafford looks like in a year two, whether yeah. it's a, a boost because last year, I mean, there were times where we thought, you know, it was just a weird, it was a weird year of, them kind of figuring each other out between Stafford and McVay, I mean, and figuring out what his strengths are and everything else. And yes, yeah. it all hit in the playoffs, but they also got very fortunate throughout the playoffs in their run too. So yeah, they did. It's just a weird, the NFC is wide open. That's part of the thing too. That's and, part of the thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the last note on the Rams and then, you know, I know we want to talk about if they, if we think they are the bona fide number one seed again in, uh, in the NFC, yeah. Uh, or not again, but the best team in the NFC, which they were last year. They won the Super Bowl. Um, Andrew Whitworth, he retired. And that offensive line, it isn't great. It's not really good at all, actually. And, you know, Matt Stafford, he's going to have to pull out a little bit of, like, the old, old Ben Roethlisberger comparisons that he used to have when he was younger in his career. Like, he's going to have to buy time back there. And if you're talking about these running backs who are relatively sort of unproven still, like Cam Akers was being talked about as like a a top 10 fantasy pick last year before the injury. And then Daryl Henderson comes in and performs admirably for at least most of the season. But, you know, admirably for Daryl Henderson, not by NFL running back standards, you know. Um, Behind this offensive line, I'm kind of really nervous about that. You know, if we're talking about where they stand, where they stack up next to against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers per se, who I personally have as the number one team in that conference right now. Um, 
I don't. I think. I think Tampa Bay's head and shoulders better than them. I think the roster, top to bottom, is a hundred percent better. Honestly, um, I yeah. I just. I don't. I don't see them really competing with them as much as they could have last year. That's just me, though. I don't know. What do you think? I'm. I'm not. I'm. I'm with you. I'm not as bullish as I was on them last year, and I think it's just yeah. because of the up and downs that uh, that Stafford can offer sometimes. Um, yeah. And also the fact that this team wasn't a dominant team last year by any stretch of the imagination. No. I don't think there were a lot of people picking them to go to the Super Bowl when the playoffs came around and everything. I honestly, I know damn well I picked, I had a heavy, heavy bet on Tampa Bay to beat them in that game and was not expecting <laughs> that to happen. I think every, yeah. I think that was the pretty much the consensus. Um, mm-hmm. I still believe in that team more. But like I said, I don't feel as good about Green Bay. Um, the yep. NFC East is a mess, so it it's kind of just it's all there for the taking for them, and they might just be the default team by the end of it. Exactly, yeah. And the thing is that the NFC, outside of literally the Rams and the Buccaneers, and nobody else, like outside of those two teams, it's a bad conference. Like yeah. those two two teams, of course they're going to play each other, but have the potential to really to go seventeen and zero. They actually do because the conference is actually that bad. If you told me both of them had 15 wins by the end of the season, I'd completely believe you. And so it's probably going to be that one head-to-head matchup that determines the one seed, that one game. It's going to be fun. I don't know. It's, it's going to be, be fun. fun. What's not going to be fun is – and I, I, I love that it's in prime time, but it's just going to be – I think it's going to be an awful game where the Bills steamroll them is the Tennessee Titans. So we'll get into that one now. Um, one can hope. One can hope. I mean, you know, we're, okay, I'm going to say this right now. We're not going to mention the refs from last year. We're just not going to mention them. We're not, we're not going to mention them from this point forward. <laughs> uh, but if it weren't for the refs from last year, the Bills would have won that game. They were holding penalties on Derrick Henry's biggest two runs of the game, his only two good runs of the game. Um, yeah. And we did. we definitely saw a decline in Derrick Henry. Once he got that injury last year and he came back from it, he was not the same dude. Someone that big coming back from a lower body injury is really, really tough. Really tough to do. I, you know, sports science is incredible, but from a fantasy perspective, if you want to talk about it in that way, and it does translate to NFL value as well, like Derrick Henry is going to disappoint this year. If, if anyone's going to be drafting soon, don't draft soon, by the way. It's still fucking July. But don't touch Derrick Henry in the first round. I That offense is going to be bad because they also have the AFC version of Kirk Cousins. Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, I'm not a Ryan Tannehill fan at all. I've honestly been surprised that he's made it uh, this far and been this successful. I am worried about the Henry yeah. injury as well. Yeah. Um, once you start seeing those signs of wear and tear on a guy that's had – I mean, dude has a million miles out of it at this point, really. And yeah, he does. It's, but it's the, it's the skill position, as we talked about Robert Woods earlier. I'm yeah. worried about him coming back this year. Losing AJ Brown is it's just bad. And then drafting rookie AJ Brown and Traylon Burks. Yeah, and like it's just it was weird. It, it's just ignoring that that was the strength to like how much Tannehill relied on AJ Brown last year yeah. and and in the last couple years even. Expecting to have that kind of production out of rookie is just asking too much, I think, of, yeah. of someone in that position. 
So I really, this offense is going to take a step back just naturally, I think, from losing a top two. It's like we talked about a couple weeks ago with the Packers. Like, yeah. We don't, like, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, we know that losing Devontae Adams is going to have a negative effect just because of the talent that Devontae Adams is too. It's the same thing yeah. in this offense, except replace, obviously I'm not talking about Tannehill compared to Rodgers here. It's for Henry and his support. Because now all the attention or at least more attention can be given to the running game because there's yeah. not that dynamic ca pass catcher. Robert Woods, love Robert Woods. He's not a number one blow it away receiver. No, he's a great number career. two. He's, he's a, a great, great number two. two. Yeah. We don't know what Jalen, we don't know what Traylon Burks is going to be. We know Austin Hooper was pretty disappointing as a tight end in, in Cleveland the last couple of years. Um, mm -hmm. So I just don't, I don't have as high of hopes on this offense, especially with a quarterback that I've never really had high hopes on. And then a running back who's carried them for the last couple of years who's starting at least shows one sign of injury. And we just know the miles he has on him. Don't want to wish anything on the guy, but you really have to start looking at it, especially when we talk about running backs. Like it's, it's about this time, 28, 29, 30, that we start having these conversations about them. So I think it's yeah. fair to mention it about a guy like Henry, who has been in our lives since there were videos of him, like running over five, 10 linebackers in, in, in high school, college, yeah. in high school. Yeah. <laughs> No, and, and, and you know, I did I did the quick math in uh, for Devontae Adams' target share. If I remember correctly, it was around thirty four percent. Obviously, AJ Brown isn't going to be that high, yeah. but he did have. I did the quick math. Twenty nine percent of the targets last year. He was the only guy to be over a hundred. He was also the only guy to have over ninety or eighty or seventy or sixty targets. That's Nick tough. Westbrook Akeen had 57. And of course, if Julio was healthy for the entire year, maybe we wouldn't be saying that. But AJ Brown did that missing three, four games. Yeah, that's terrible. And you can't <laughs> expect I don't and you can't expect I don't know. I just don't know how you can how you can expect Traylon Burks to try to fill that void directly. It's just asking a lot. And maybe the kid is incredible. Maybe he is the next AJ Brown. But still Maybe. expecting putting that on him in his rookie year is just insane an insane bet to me when you're in win now mode. No, yeah. It, it's and and like I was listening when I when we do these shows, the the prep I always make sure to do is to check out one random episode of a podcast who covers that team. Just to get the idea of what they're really looking at, how they perceive it, see if there's an angle I don't really see. And an angle I don't see that the one guy saw is that, which this one I get, they should go after Will Fuller. They should have. That, that, that would make sense. That makes sense for yeah. them to get Will Fuller. That'd 100%. be great. But he said that he would be their wide receiver five. Yeah, I don't know about Behind that. Behind who? He might be their number one. <laughs> well, if he could play, if he's another guy, if he could be on the field, that would, that yeah, would be exactly. helpful. That would yeah. be helpful. And and, and the other thing that that I noticed in my in my little bit of research was that this was the only team of the three where they said that they actually have holes on the roster, which is fun because like it's it's literally like it's an Oreo cookie right now, and 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 it's just the inside is just moldy, but the cookies are really really good and crisp. The cookies are like, good. The cookies are damn good. <laughs> um, and you know the the offensive line over there too, really really bad, inexperienced. Mm -hmm. Former Lost Buffalo Bill Taylor Luan, of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> Lost guys in the offseason. Yeah, like they they haven't they didn't get better. That's the thing. No. Like they they did not improve their roster 
and it was already a team that felt like a fool's gold number one seed last year that they were only 12 and five um it felt like their peak that's what i wrote that in our little notes here that felt like their peak last year getting to the yeah. one seed having home field advantage throughout the playoffs yeah. and they didn't mm -hmm. take advantage they Vrabel called stupid plays putting the yeah. ball in ryan Tannehill's hand to run the ball mm -hmm. on a crucial fourth downs or third downs late in the late in the fourth quarter and it cost mm -hmm. them and that's that's i think the destiny of this team and that's how i've always kind of thought it would end up when you have yeah ryan Tannehill, who's very limited as a quarterback there yeah i i love inner sport comps i know um i can't remember who it was but i had i said someone reminded me a lot of jalen brunson in a show with you and meerkat and that was a really fun one um and the one i have right here is this tennessee titans team going from the end of the regular season last year to now maybe no until next year's draft tell me that that doesn't remind you a little bit of the montreal canadians making it to the stanley cup final <laughs> and then getting the first overall pick the very next year I i'm not gonna say they're gonna be the worst team in the nfl that they had a top five pick definitely believe you i'm gonna pick it would have to be, to be a 10. if if derrick henry is not healthy for the majority of the year there's no way this team can can keep up like they could have last year with aj brown i think that that last year that was a different case when he got hurt mm -hmm. um they still kind of looked okay but they had another otherworldly talent like they just yeah. don't they don't have it there's no safety valve this year everything no. has to go right for them this year and mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand not paying the guy. I don't understand. Like, of course you don't want, it's not ideal to pay wide receivers that kind of money, the kind of money he was asking for and eventually ended up getting from Philadelphia after that. But, but also it's man, the way bro, the what else going are you going to do? Yeah. But also like, what else? You have Derrick Henry at 28 years old. Like the time to win the Super Bowl is now. It's not any other time. Yeah. And like, by getting rid of AJ Brown. Worse. You're, you're just worse. saying, yeah, you're basically saying, like, I don't know how they do that and then think to themselves, this is going to make us better long term or short term. Like, Tennessee is about to go through some growing pains. And let well, me tell it, you, they might just be coming to know that they're yeah. that they're going to have to make some changes mm -hmm. anyways and kind of just preparing for that. Maybe a yeah. Derek, if it goes bad this year, would you be surprised to see Derrick Henry get traded next year? Because I would. I mean, That'd what's his contract situation though? That's a great question. But... It would. It wouldn't be like it's not like a you're getting first round picks or. Oh no! This he, they might get like a fourth for him. Where's his yeah. contract? Does that have anything here on that? On um, no, ESPN doesn't tell you how much people how much money people make. That's a shame. Regardless, it's going to be too much for anyone to want to actually pay for. Um, and honestly, them drafting Malik Willis and trading AJ Brown in the same offseason kind of tells you everything you need to know about where they anticipate this franchise is going. Um, that's one thing I love about draft picks is it can tell you a lot about the inner workings of what. The, so the Henry is actually, thinking. he only has, um, he only has two years left on his deal for 12 million right now so next year if they cut him after next year or traded him it's only 3 million in dead cap um how much so does he seems, make next year against the cap um both his cap hits the next year are 15 million 15 million yeah that's so that's yeah. a lot so they could save 12 million dollars next year if they cut him in the off season i'm not saying they would yeah. cut him but even like a no i am or some kind of restructure i am it He's could gonna be ask for a cut 
He's going to ask for be. a cut, and then he's going to sign with, like, Denver and be a one-two punch with Javante Williams. God, I don't want that for my fantasy team. I was thinking, <laughs> that, I was thinking the team that we were just talking about, the L.A. Rams, would be all in on their Oh, actually, no, that's thing. such an L.A. thing. Oh yeah. my God! He'd get a billboard. He'd get all that shit, and then yeah, he would Stafford, Derrick Henry, same color scheme too. I mean, like he wouldn't really have to change like his fits or anything if he like no. has like a nice blue jacket with a gray uh, lining. That could be. Yeah. He doesn't have to change that up or anything. It just feels <laughs> he really wouldn't. It just feels like <laughs> they're they're shaping up to do wholesale changes, and he would be the he would be the first guy that they have to do something with, and his contract's coming up for if he sees the writing on the wall. Maybe not even from there. Maybe from his perspective, like, listen, I don't want to play for this bum-ass team in my last productive years. Let me yeah. go somewhere and try to chase a chip. That could be no. the scenario that happens if it go if they go, like, 8 and 9 this year. I could see that happening pretty easily. I'm going to be the first person to say, breaking news, Derrick Henry is asking to be cut from the Tennessee Titans, sources say. Sources <laughs> being Wake in July of 2022. There you um, go. Mark look it out down. for that. Yeah, mark it down. Look out for that in February of next year. They'll cut him before the draft, uh, so that he can go wherever he wants. Um, I think I think that sums it up for Tennessee because they just effing stink. Um, except for Brett Kern. Uh he's the guy from Grand Island, right? The punter from Grand Island. Yeah. I believe that's him. Yeah, yes. he he's second best punter in the league behind behind Love the punt it. god. Uh okay, so last team. Um, and this one, I actually, there's, there could be some debate here between us is the Kansas city chiefs. Um, so I actually think the receiving corpse got better. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to disagree with that, but continue. Okay, cool. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not going to say MVS is better than Tyreek Hill. I'm not going to say Juju Smith-Schuster is better than Tyreek Hill, but MVS he did have a role in Green Bay's offense where he was the deep threat that Rodgers could actually somewhat rely on getting open down there. Um, he had a little bit of the dropsies, sure. And once you do one of those, Rodgers will not trust you ever again. Um, and so he definitely has a little bit of growing to do. But Andy Reid is the kind of guy, he's very similar in Sean McDermott to me in the fact that he like coaches players up. He's good at helping players eliminate mistakes. You know, if you see, like, they go back to Daryl Williams after he fumbles that, or no, back to Clyde Edwards-Alaire after he fumbles against the Ravens, and he damn near almost wins in the game. He Like, he really does. Um, so I, I, I think that MVS can definitely improve and be a average to above average deep threat. I think pushing Nicole Hardman down the depth chart with the signing of Juju, and I'm not saying Juju's great, but he's like a Jamison Crowder light, you know? And I would have, re- I'd rather have Jamison Crowder than Miko Hardman in the slot. Sure, Miko Hardman's a little bit faster, but this gives him the room to go into maybe like an Isaiah McKenzie-esque role where he's kind of more of a gadget guy. He has the speed to be that kind of player. I think Juju in the slot is more secure. He's going to be able to like actually stand up to linebackers, actually take some physical hits. Um, and they didn't lose Travis Kelsey, who you could argue was the most talented pass catcher on that roster. I'm not going to say he was, but like if someone told me they value him more than Tyreek Hill, I would believe it. Um, especially with how steep the drop off from tight end to tight end is once you go away from guys like Kelsey or Kittle or Knox or people like those guys. And I love throwing Knox into that conversation now. Um, but um, maybe there'll be some growing pains, but 
overall, I really don't think the offense is going to take that much of a step back with the loss of Tyreek Hill. I think they might be more well-rounded and they won't need to rely on Tyreek Hill to do the plays where he decides, oh, I'm just going to go score a touchdown here. Don't worry, guys. You know? I'm I'm with you in that I think that they built they built out a good group in in the sense of it. I'm I'm very high on Juju coming into this really? system. I think he's gonna eat. Yeah, I think he's gonna eat just like you said, as a slot guy, as another safety valve for them. That's where he's he's he doesn't get number one. Like that was that was the thing with him. He was next to AD. It was great, yeah. like shit was gravy. And he has a guy like that in Kelsey who's gonna attract most of the attention in this offense. That's one of the things I'm worried about though with the loss of Tyreek Hill is that the focus was always on Tyreek like obviously Kelsey is gonna do his damage but teams are just mortified of Tyreek Hill like we've seen how teams are defending him that's all gonna go to Kelsey and while this is a good group like I'm high on Sky Moore don't know if it's gonna work out don't know if he's gonna be a star but I'm gonna rep for my Mac guy so I'm gonna do that but Mm -hmm. the the combination of Hardman MBS and Sky Moore I just always I would take Tyreek Hill every day of the week with that so i'm oh, worried sure. about their top end their top end if they can get to the same ceiling as they can but i think mahomes is just a floor raiser in, in itself and that it's gonna we've seen andy reed put together mosh posh groups of receivers and make yeah. it work too and this is still like you said they have talent like valda scantling has been a productive guy his whole career he's going to be productive again for mahomes yeah. um i'm not high on hardman but i do think juju is going to be able to do some stuff I still think Clyde has a pretty can can improve and be a better outlet for them. And my point with them was just like, why are honestly like I love that the everybody is high on the Bills. I kind of love it. I don't know how much I actually love it, but <laughs> yeah, as them right. Super Bowl favorites and everything else, I just don't know how it's like just because of the loss of Tyreek. I just still don't know how it's not the Chiefs again because even well, with the it, loss of yeah. Tyreek Hill, this team still just it's it's still Pat. We still know what Patrick Mahomes can do even in the games that Tyreek didn't play. Like the, this team yeah. and the, defensively, they loaded up. I mean, two very high picks mm-hmm. to, to address their I secondary and their edge. Like that's what I'm I worried. I loved their draft. I yeah. hate how much I loved their draft. I remember during our live stream, like every pick they made, I was like, as long as it's not this guy. And then like it would get to be their pick and I'd be like, oh my God, it's definitely going to be Trent McDuffie here. Great. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Oh, it's definitely going to be this guy from Purdue, the edge. Yeah, great. They did exactly what I thought they should have wouldn't want them to do oh great yeah. they draft sky Moore, another pick that would be like they just had a great an absolutely great draft um but when it comes to the offense and we're talking about the offense because it's just the most fun side of the football obviously um they're just gonna the, the thing is they'll have to find a way to rely less on talent and improvisation and flash plays and more on schematics and that means all eyes go on eric the enemy who has yeah. been a very polarizing offensive coordinator for many reasons there's the argument of whether or not he's not getting opportunities because black head coaches are so rare in the nfl or players are actually speaking out saying actually you don't see what goes on behind the scenes he rubs a lot of people the wrong way so if it does hinge on eric the enemy and maybe he isn't as great of a head or offensive coordinator as people thought he was at first that's what I worry about when it comes to it. Not that they don't have the talent, because I think they do, because they're deeper. I'd rather have a deeper wide receiver room. I'm not going to say that. I, I, I'm i content with having a deep wide receiver room at the expense of losing one blue chip guy. Um, but that just means that more people have to pick up the slack. Yeah. So all eyes on Eric Bieniemy. 
That's it. Yeah, um, that's a good point because he's got obviously shit was sweet with Tyreek Hill. Like you can do yeah, a lot of fun things um, mm-hmm. with that like guy. Like Brian Dable and Josh Allen. It's the same kind of thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm just interested to see what the scheme kind of, like you said, the schematics look like, what they what they kind of try to change it up as. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Mahomes can live up to that. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy. To, like, obviously, they're not that far behind yeah. on any of these things, any of the favorite odds or whatever. But they're still the team to beat in the NFL, in my mind, until further mm-hmm. note, until we don't, until we see them really not. Like, I still don't even count. Like, last year was just a classic Andy Reid implosion. But that team was still oh, yeah. beating the, the Bills game, like, and everything else. Like, either one of those teams I thought were head and shoulders above the Bengals and the Rams when we were looking at the playoffs and it's just that's how football works out sometimes like the yeah, best teams literally. don't win in the NFL playoffs um and no. that's no hate on the Bengals at all as a team no, they I had feel a like great I keep sli- yeah I mm-hmm. feel like I'm like maybe underselling in my mind so I'm trying to like kind of revert back be like damn the Bengals are like that but um <laughs> I just still would I still would default to the Chiefs no matter what yeah, I think the only reason, one, yes, they lost Tyree Kill, and then the Bills added Von Miller. So that's two big swings in opposite directions. But also, as we said earlier, the division is just crazy. And that division is, they could beat each other up pretty badly. If you told me every, like no one went better than four and two in that division, I would completely believe you. And that's kind of where the line in the sand gets drawn is that, Maybe the Bills should be the favorite for the one seed, but the Chiefs should still be the favorite to win the Super Bowl, right? Because, I mean, they've only gotten bested once getting there in the last how many years? Like, it's, there's still the team to beat in my mind. It's taken pretty flute, like, pretty, it's a D forward offsides and then basically the offensive line collapsing for them to not get to the Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's really what it comes down to. It's a couple mm-hmm. plays. Otherwise, they could have been in the last five, four or five Super Bowls. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that that comes that does bring us full circle to the division, which we were going to talk about, we said. Uh, and I think this is a good place to end the show. Um, do you think they are going to win that division this year? Yeah, I still do. You oh, do? I do. I, my second team is, is God damn, Las Vegas. I agree. I, I, I agree with do, you 110%. I, I can't say it. It's always open. Yeah, I know. It always comes I agree open. with you. I, I see Vegas, myself. Though. I feel like I'm looking at two wakes on my screen right now. Like, <laughs> honestly, I do. Well, <laughs> I And I'm very aware of the all the hype that the other LA team is getting there. And Justin and Herbert, Denver. And well-deserved. And Denver. Yeah. Denver. Denver, I'm not as worried. I don't think Russell Wilson matches up to these three quarterbacks anymore. And that's I don't maybe a hot so. take, but it's just. No, I'm with you on that one, actually. Yeah. I do like I mean, Denver's like, team. okay, no, I think he's on par with Derek Carr. Maybe a little better so than too. Derek Carr. But he, has, but he used but to be Carr's unequivocally better, better. He used to be oh, unequivocally yeah. better than Derek Carr, which is, so that's exactly. a, that's falling off. And yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have Devontae yet. And I love, I think, Mahai on Jerry Judy. I think Javante mm-hmm. Williams is going to be great in his second Cortland year. Sutton's great. Noah Cortland Sutton's on. great, but it doesn't match Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, and Devontae Adams. Like nothing, nothing in that division could really no. match it. Not if you told me Derek Carr won the MVP power. next year, I might actually believe you. Like honestly, it, there's a path for it because of yeah. how like shit. It's the it's the best roster he's ever had around him. Um, yeah. in, in there. So yeah, I think that they're going to give the biggest fight to the chiefs i do don't think the chiefs are going to be battling for the one seed because like you said the division's going to beat each other up and everything else but yeah. i'm still i'm not picking against 
Mahomes and the Chiefs anytime soon. Um, so yeah, I'm still giving them the division, but I would pick Vegas right behind them. And probably my tiers would be Vegas and LA and then Denver slightly below the in the fourth place there. Yeah, I mean, I think like I worry about Brandon Staley's aggressiveness a little bit. Yeah. Just because like obviously you go for it on fourth down a lot because statistics show that if you get it, you have a higher likelihood of winning, right? Win yeah. probability goes up. But you're not going to get it every time. And if you keep going for it constantly, you're like it's just going to become like the same thing as like a third down play where you get it like 45% of the time and then half the time you're giving up the you know field position at the middle of the field and sure now they have Khalil Mack and they have you know they have a, a damn good defense by all accounts that can hopefully actually keep that team in more games than let them out of them that like they have in the past but um I'll, I'll never say to go away from your gut and go away from what statistics tell you to do I'm not going to be old man shaking hand at cloud yelling at <laughs> hockey nerds on Twitter. Um, that's that, that's not what I'm going to do. Um, but when you have to resort to that too much, when you put yourself in those positions a lot, it's just naturally a more risky way to play. Um, yeah. And so right. it's, yeah. And like, and, and saying that it makes it sound like I don't love it. Like that way that the game is going where people go for it on fourth down and pass the ball a shit ton. But like, there's definitely like, a limit to how often you want to put yourself there right agreed agreed yeah, yeah i'm not with it yeah. like i think i honestly think he's doing it extra to make a point of it to yeah like it's a bit like, i'm different i'm yeah i'm the yeah. trendy guy i'm a, i think there's a there's a little bit of that to it too um mm -hmm. that guy rubs it's, you the wrong way i understand why you would want to kind of looks like Mickey and everything he does yeah. that is yeah. true look like just, like a mix between like mickey mouse and pete a grumpy mickey like, mouse <laughs> yeah, a grumpy Mickey Mouse Pete Buttigieg hybrid. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> man, our comps in the show are damn good as always, man. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> man, I've had something in my throat forever. I'm not sick, I swear to Christ. But that will do it. I have to go hawk up a loogie real quick. So have that's fun, a great yeah. time to end the show. Appreciate it. I hope it'll hopefully it'll feel good. Um, but if you think the Chiefs maybe aren't the bona fide number one seed in the AFC West. Let us know because me and Mike are on the same page and I hate agreeing with people. I love to argue. You can tell that from my Twitter. I argue a lot. So tweet at me at Wake Jackins or at your friend underscore Jake. I had to look down for that because I didn't know where the underscore went. Yes, I read it. That's, That's why I can read. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Shout out, Jake, for joining us. Shout out, Outlet Liquor, the official sponsor of the Crowd Assist podcast. Catch up with us again next week, Thursday at 7 p.m. Myself. Jake, I love it. Everyone at Trainwreck Sports, good night now. <laughs>